What's up, everybody? This is Joey C. with the Brutally Sober Podcast for May 20th, 2021. It's 3.30 in the afternoon, 80 degrees out in uh, Monmouth County, New Jersey. And just getting done with work. I feel like shit. I have a fucking headache like a motherfucker. Because I've been sweating my ass off. And I had like two granola bars all day. And a moldy tangerine. And a cup of coffee. I need some sustenance. I need to get some sustenance in my system. May 20th. Thought for the day. If we get up in a meeting and tell something about ourselves in order to help the other person, we feel a whole lot better. It's the old law of the more you give, the more you get. Well, how do you know you're going to help them? Maybe you should just be getting stuff off your chest and then they can relate to it. Don't be giving fucking advice like you know better than them. Alright? Because we all woke up this morning and we didn't drink. We all got fucking 24 hours of sobriety or something like that. You know what I'm getting at. I have a fucking headache, all right? Still love, the more you give, the more you get. Witnessing and confession are part of keeping sober. You never know when you may help somebody. Helping others is one of the best ways to stay sober yourself. And the satisfaction you get out of helping a fellow human being is one of the finest experiences you can have. My helping others. Only if they ask me for it. Yeah, if I share at a meeting, you know. uh, Hopefully someone can relate to it and then... It'll help them. If we get up in a meeting and tell something about ourselves in order to help the other person, then that's a little presumptuous. Hmm? Don't you think? If I get up in a meeting and tell something about myself, it's going to be because that is how I'm feeling. It's not with the anticipation that it is going to help the other person it's with the anticipation that I will feel better from doing it but not with the expectation of helping certain someone I'm just letting everybody know how I feel and then hopefully somebody can relate I imagine Most of what I would share, someone can relate to, I would hope. But, you know, I haven't been going to fucking meetings. So, I'm not really in a position where somebody's going to be asking me for help. And even if they do, what what kind of a position am I in to, to give advice? Well, I just can only give my experience. If 
I'm in an AA meeting. What do I say? I say, listen. You know, I like AA and everything, but there's a lot of shit about it I don't like. Okay? Kind of like a secret... Uh, undercover agent in here. In the AA program, because I... Don't go. I don't follow the program like you're supposed to. You know what I mean? Or maybe I do. I just don't realize it. I don't know. I talk a lot of shit about AA. But if I'm in, if I'm in a meeting someone asked me for help that's you know I have that's what I have to say and then it's up to them to figure out if they want to take my advice or not or take my advice and then you know find someone who who's in AA 100% because I can't say that I'm in AA 100% not meditation for the day without God no real victory is ever won ah that's why all the fucking football players thank God after they make a fucking touchdown like God gives a shit they're already making 40 million dollars you fucking piece of shit Thanking God after you fucking kick a field goal. Give me a fucking break. Thanking God after you fucking won an Emmy. You think you think God gives a shit about that? It's fucking it's fucking people that are dying. They're fucking in jail because of some fucked up reason and there's, there's people that, 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 that are just downright unlucky the wrong place at the wrong time they're born into a family that's fucked up now if, if something good happens to them yeah thank maybe thank god but uh Thanking, thanking God for you already have you're you're already extremely fortunate. Don't thank God for being for stupid shit. All right, making me go off on a fucking tangent about sports. I don't even watch sports. I'm sure this fucking victory comment doesn't have even anything to do with this. Without God, no real victory is ever won. I'm sure they weren't. Joe, they weren't talking about sports, you dumb fuck. All the military vehicles of great conquerors have passed into history. Alright, I don't know where you're going with this. The world might be better off without military conquerors. Uh, 
okay? Well, maybe we get political on this bitch. The real victories are won in the spiritual realm. Yeah, that's true. He that conquers himself is greater than he who conquers a city. He that conquers himself is greater than he who conquers a city. Well, yeah, okay, I get it. The real victories are victories over sin and temptation. Leading to a victorious, abundant life. Hear that, sports fans? It don't matter how good you do in the game. The real victories are victories over sin and temptation. I got temptation every fucking day. How are you victorious over your sins? That's make amends. Make a living amends. Constantly bettering yourself. Well, I'm pretty damn victorious, okay? I don't know how much I sinned. But, shit, we're always tempted. It seems to me like we're, according to this book, we're leading to a victorious and abundant life. Every time you drive by a fucking liquor store, you're tempted. It's the difference between temptation and consideration, okay? I don't consider it. I have not considered going into a liquor store. Since I got out of rehab. I haven't considered it. It's tempting. I've thought about it. Have I considered it as an option? No. Therefore, keep a brave and trusting heart. Face all your difficulties in the spirit of conquest. Remember that where God is, there is the true victory. Prayer for the day. I pray that the forces of evil in my life will flee before God's presence. Like temptation? Well, when you already know that some of the things that you used to do are no longer an option... Because you know where it takes you. Because you have that knowledge, that acceptance, that you you gave up the fight, that you're not gonna keep trying to use like your buddy Frank, who can pick up a 12-pack on a Friday night and uh, have a good time and then maybe, shit, maybe Frank will have a beer on Wednesday maybe Frank will have one beer on Wednesday and then uh, two weeks later maybe he'll pick up another 12 pack Frank ain't thinking about it non-fucking-stop Frank don't wake up in the morning and fucking 
drink off his fucking Jonesies. Okay? I forget what point I was trying to make. Oh yeah, okay. I pray that the forces of evil in my life will flee before God's presence. How about, I pray that the forces of evil in my life will flee before my newfound wisdom. Joe, that's deep, bro. Did you just come up with that yourself? Yeah, I did. I pray that with God, I will win the real victory over myself. I pray that with knowledge and realistic ways of making decisions, I will win the real victory over myself. Well, there you have it. May 20th. Thought for the day. I knew it was going to be a good one. Got to go home and take a shower. Try and get rid of my headache. And, uh... Eat some Reese's Pieces peanut butter cups. You know what else I was thinking about today? Maybe I'll turn this into a regular podcast. Because I'm due for one. This will be the thought for the day slash podcast for the week or month. And that really pisses me off. When you're, you're newly sober. And you're on your pink cloud. And then you never heard of a pink cloud before. So you're just excited about the way that you feel because you never felt this way before. And then you're stricken with fear by old timers or big book bumpers guys that think they know fucking everything in AA and they tell you be careful that'll pass that's gonna pass yeah you know emotions they come and they go okay but be very careful about that pink cloud okay you're gonna fall from it fuck those people yeah you're experiencing something you've never experienced before Embrace it. And yeah, be cautious of knowing that you're going to have bad days, but I, I'm, I'm still on a pink cloud. When I go back to meetings, I'm going to, when someone asks me how I'm doing, I'm going to respond the same way that I did when I was sober for just a couple months. I felt great. Yeah, I, I feel... When I, when they ask me, hey, how you doing? Because I'm going to be seeing people that I haven't seen in over a year. You know, my the, the few acquaintances that I had in AA. 
and, and I'm gonna reply the same way. I'm gonna say, hey, I'm doing great, because I'm doing fucking great. I'm still doing fucking great. Does that mean I'm on a pink cloud? No, maybe that fucking pink cloud don't fucking happen to everybody. Maybe you just fucking keep it rolling, man. Don't, uh, don't fucking listen to people too much in AA, because some of them are fucking assholes. Just, I remember going to a fucking meeting, and I said, oh, yeah, be careful with, you know, on the pink cloud, more or less is what he said. I'm like, motherfucker, you just asked me how I'm doing. Now you, t- you tell me about the fall off a of pink cloud? Well, be careful with that. Don't get too happy. Can't get too excited. Can't get too excited. You can't get too depressed. Or you're going to drink. So just flatline around town like a fucking zombie. Don't have any emotions. Because we don't have the privilege of being angry or apparently feeling great or feeling horrible. Because they're all fucking triggers. Because we might drink over them. Go fuck yourself, dude. Maybe I fucking found God and you're still looking for him. Okay? Maybe some people that are in active addiction are are constantly thinking about shit that some people only think about after they got sober. So when they actually get sober, it's it's easier for them to get to get acclimated. See what I'm trying to say here? I'm trying to say maybe some people during active addiction know that it's just a matter of time that they're going to get clean. They just don't know what's going to happen. For, for me, I knew something was going to happen. I didn't know what it was. It was either going to be my health I had to quit or something fucked up was going to happen. Something bad was going to happen. So, fortunately, nothing real bad happened and I didn't have to quit for my health. Because if I quit for my health, that would have been even worse because that would have put me in a position where I really didn't want to stop probably or it would probably would have taken me a lot longer to actually want to stop because if it was just for my health because I, I already know it's bad for my health I probably would have just kept going but maybe you know some people they're they're still conscious of what they're doing and their addiction and they're conscious that they're they might be hurting people. And they're, they're conscious of everything that we talk about and discuss in recovery. They're conscious of everything. Okay? But it doesn't matter because they still need to 
They still need, they're still jonesing for it. This is a theory, okay? Maybe this is what I think is my situation. I was aware of a lot of things. And I, I, I thought a lot about a lot of things. We all want to be good people, even when we're fucked up. So I think some people maybe that are just more in touch with themselves somehow while using have an easier transition into sobriety than other people that just don't have a grasp on the way that they feel and the the way that they are making other people feel. I don't know if I'm explaining myself real good with this theory, but it might have something to do with maybe people that, like me, I didn't have a, a, um, I'm not, I'm a high bottom drunk, that's what they say. So maybe people like that have an easier transition, but probably not, because maybe it's harder for them to fucking constantly be convinced that they are alcoholics because they didn't lose everything. So they always have the shit going on in their head. Well, I never went to jail. I never did this. I never lost my license. I never lost my house. I never did all those things. Maybe those people are more prone to going back out. Joe, what the fuck are you talking about? Alright, you know what? Maybe some people in addiction are, even though they're in addiction, they're a little bit more spiritually evolved, even while in active addiction, they're a little bit more spiritually evolved than other people. Maybe people that are just getting sober are more spiritually evolved than people that have been in AA for 20 years. Is that a possibility? Yeah, I think it is. Well, Joe, maybe you could have just said that instead of talking for 10 fucking minutes saying the same fucking thing. It took me a while to get there. I could change my opinion on all this shit tomorrow. Anything I fucking say at any given day, my opinion can change of it the next day. I consider myself to have an open mind. I also consider myself to be a judgmental prick. But I'm a multitasker. This is Joey C with the Brutally Sober Podcast slash Thought for the Day. Don't forget to tune in this Saturday night because me and Bobby C will be talking about Step 11. I got to do my homework on Step 11. We might have to make it a quick podcast too because I got to fucking lay down some mulch on Saturday. I just bought three yards of mulch, playground mulch, because it doesn't have any chemicals in it, and it's with all clean wood in it. 
This this girl's walking past me, walking her dog that walked past me yesterday. And I'm parked in the same spot at the same time. She probably thinks I'm stalking her or something because I'm in a really weird parking spot. Maybe I should uh, do a podcast uh, more often when I have a headache. Yeah, so don't forget to uh, listen to me and Bobby C, uh, Alcoholics Anonymous Deprogramming Podcast. And um, if you listen to to this, shoot me a message, let me know, because according to uh, Anchor FM, I got like two listeners, uh, even though I have like a lot of plays, so it doesn't really make any sense. I really don't know who the fuck... And how many people are even listening to this, which makes me a little bit more comfortable uh, when I uh, ramble on and uh, talk about nothing because I think no one's listening. So shoot me a message. Let me know what you think about uh, my spiritually evolved uh, alcoholic or anything else. Uh, If you feel like drinking, don't drink. Think for yourself. And... uh, if you're having a hard time, go get uh, go get a gallon of uh, cookies and cream, Breyers ice cream, and let it. Don't eat it right away out of the freezer. Let it let it sit on the counter for a little while. Let it melt, so you're not getting pissed off when you when you scoop it out and it's still frozen. You impatient prick. Let it sit out there, so you, so so it gets soft. So you're not trying to scoop it out frozen and you bend your spoon and then the, the scoop flings out and falls on the floor and then you get pissed off and then the sugar ants come in because you got fucking ice cream on your floor and it's summertime okay then you got an ant infestation and you got a bent spoon and you feel like you want to drink your pet's heads are falling off could have just let it sit for a little bit, okay, to soften it up. You can practice patience and you can um, engage in your active sugar addiction that I am apparently. people that that sugar is okay it is okay it's gonna get the job done for a little while just as long as you don't get diabetes if you're still with me um, if you're still with me I don't even know what to say I feel like the guy right now that does not shut the fuck up at a meeting your meeting was supposed to be done. It's meeting from 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock at night. Now it's fucking 15 after 9 and you're running your fucking mouth. And I got to get home and still take a shower and go to bed. You're still running your fucking mouth. I got to get up early. Okay? But I'm the dickhead if I get up and walk out while you're still running your mouth. Is that the kind of guy I am right now? 
All right, everybody. Have a good night. I'll talk to you later.